0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Casual Conversation with Nick and Dennis. This is Nick. This is Dennis. Let's just start this off the usual, the groan and the date. It's (laughs) Monday, May 11th, uh, roughly 8 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time.
1: What are we going to talk about today, Dennis? Well, in recent, uh, Berkshire Hathaway had their annual shareholder meeting um, yes. A little bit different format than usual. They they held it virtually yes. this year. Um, considering we are, is this, will this be technically quarantine podcast number three? Yep. I was, I'm kind of curious. When when, <laughs> when do they declare the quarantine to be over? Is it over? I don't know. I don't know either. Businesses I, are slow, slowly starting to open back up. So I don't know when they're going to declare it over. I'm sure they'll Trump will tweet it or something. But anyways, yeah, we thought it'd be a good idea to kind of rehash our experience uh, uh, at the Berkshire Hathaway meeting in 2017. Relive the glory days. It was uh, a good year. Uh, So a little background, um, our senior year of college. No, no, no.
0: uh, I'm a Berkshire A and Dennis as well. Uh, That's right. Berkshire A holder, a couple (laughs) shares. (laughs) <laughs> just kidding, sorry. <laughs> I had to sneak that in there.
1: One day, maybe, <sighs> maybe, we'll maybe stay. not. <laughs> so, so yeah, so our senior year of college, we uh, had the opportunity to go to the Berkshire Hathaway meeting, and it was pretty awesome. We went with uh, it wasn't any particular class, was it? It was just a group of people. No, it was uh, Doctor Spellman's.
0: I mean, I think it was technically Dr. Spellman's, like, class, but he had, like, extra tickets or whatever.
1: I see. I see.
0: So, no. But in short, for us, no.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah, so I think the what we did, we booked it on a bus and got down there, mm-hmm. had some free time, checked out Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, great
0: little town.
1: And I'd say the so for anybody who doesn't know, the amount of people that go to the shareholder meeting, I gotta look it up. Um,
0: It's a lot. It was busy there. But and to give them more background, I was joking about being an A, an A class shareholder because obviously if you're a shareholder in Berkshire, you get to go. But so we got to go. Uh, for for the class or for educational purposes so i don't i don't know how that works but we none of us are shareholders um well at least a shareholders um well maybe dennis is and he's just sandbagging me but
1: i do not i do not hold any of the holdings discussed in this podcast i'd be really pleasantly surprised if i do not directly hold any of the holdings discussed in this podcast um, yeah, so, so there's two different classifications, but, uh, the big, the big, uh, event, I guess, is, um, Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger sit down on stage and they pretty much answer questions for two, is it two days straight or one, one, I think it's one full one day. day. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. And I just, I just looked it
1: up. Day. So. So the population of Omaha, Nebraska is roughly four hundred thousand people and forty thousand people are there in attendance. So yeah, would, it's at what stadium? It's the T D isn't it the T D Ameritrade Stadium yeah, there? I think so. If it's not, somebody can fact check us. Yeah. So the city pretty much grows in ten percent in size. Um, I mean, and these people come in from all over the world to listen to yeah. these guys talk. Um it's a pretty big economic spectacle, uh, regardless of what's going on. But uh, obviously, this year with it being a little bit more hectic in the springtime, uh, a lot of people keyed in. That's for sure. Did uh, was the invite to everyone?
0: Like or what or?
1: Yeah, so I think Yahoo they? Yahoo Finance pretty much streamed the whole thing. Streamed it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. I would probably
0: would have tuned in.
1: So. Before we talk about our experience, anybody that has sure. the chance to go or just to watch it in general,
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: it's definitely worth some time. I wouldn't suggest maybe sitting down and watching the whole thing, but yeah um it's definitely something to watch, that's for sure. So kind of circling back. So we got we got into town, we had like one day before, right? Yeah, we had uh yeah, like one entire day before. That was nice yeah so we kind of explored around and then that was kind of the other thing so so the people fly in from all over so when we were there i mean when we, we we went into a few bars and stuff and talking to people and mm-hmm. you, know, you never who you never know who you run into um, yeah out there and uh so that's that's obviously one you know a you know, fun Austin, yeah perk side perk for sure it's no, I know it's something you know. I definitely want to do again, just just because of that. I mean, the networking, and and I know Nick had a pretty special networking experience when he was out there. Uh, maybe you can talk talk about what what you were Did going I? through when you were first going out there. I'm not sure. Maybe you, you're not. You don't quite remember.
0: Are you talking at the at the restaurant? No.
1: Networking. You might have to refresh my memory. So how many jobs did you apply for Oh, spring, spring uh, semester, of semester? Yeah, like 100 and some jobs. And did you have a job lined up yet at the no. shareholder meeting?
0: No. So I was trying to solicit jobs, basically, I suppose. Uh, didn't work, for the record. Um, but it was still cool to talk to people and whatnot.
1: Yeah, and I'm not sure if you remember or not that the the one bar that we went to. It was called the Hive bar or is that right? Yeah.
0: I mean, I remember. I just don't know how much detail I want to go into.
1: I hope I hope you remember it was a fun night. It was fun. Yeah, night. It was fun. Uh, but I remember I actually shared the story with someone the other day. Um, oh, given oh, the great. retail given the retail uh um just retail state of the retail retail real estate market right now. Uh-huh. Um and I remember the guy, he must have been like a private or like a venture capital guy. And they, yeah. owned, they owned, you know, retail real estate around the country. And he asked what we thought they should do with the Valley View Mall in on Alaska.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I said, dump it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I said that. I just said it wasn't, I didn't go to it a lot.
1: Right. And, and right. I, you know. I for sure wasn't qualified enough to start talking about it <laughs> at that point in time, yeah, but, but thinking about it now, it was kind of interesting, um, you know? Yeah, that's good. crazy. That's right. I did completely forget about that part. So it was a good story. It was a good story that, that I rehashed uh, about Omaha. Um, that's why I referred to it as a restaurant first,
0: uh, but it was definitely a bar. Yes. So. yes. But yes, yes, that was super cool. It was like a, yeah, crazy connection, small world, um, just networking, and you never know who or what you're gonna run into. I think I remembered correctly, Dennis. You talked to a guy who worked at Apple, or his son worked at Apple, or something. And
1: yeah, I think one of the first, the first uh, bars you went into, the whoever we sat next to, his son or mm-hmm. himself, maybe was like the lead counsel at Apple for for a few years, and. Yeah, you know, just talking talking about his experience at past Berkshire meetings and everything and how you know they they really look forward to the meeting every single year.
0: Yeah, so if you could gather people were at least accommodating to a couple soon to be college grads and really, you know, there for, you know, good time in Omaha as well as to be around their peers and just kind of yeah, just be Friendly, I suppose was was
1: our main experience I would say right so I I, th- I would say that's probably experience number one mm-hmm. uh, the first big highlight second mm-hmm. highlight was you know definitely listening to to them talk and, and get the um, or Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger talk and then the people who, who they stand up and, and and if anybody's ever been to the meeting um, you're in the this great big stadium and there's just two guys way down there. <laughs> talking huh. and then there's just this black abyss of the, the crowd yep. and, then, and then they have different uh, um, stations inside the stadium where you can go and ask a question. Yep. And then you yep. get a giant spotlight shined on you <laughs> when you have to a- ask the question. Yep. And, uh, and we're, you know, it doesn't matter what the question is. I mean, they, they answer it, you know. Yeah. As best as they can or as, as uh, candid as they can.
0: Candid and as much information as they can probably disclose. I Yeah. Uh, yeah before we move on to or continue now, the, the other cool thing about it is I remember Charlie Munger saying, so it's Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger who sit up front, and then obviously members of the board are there. So one of the side cool thing was that like Bill Gates was there as well. Um, now, if you pay attention to the news... Uh, He recently stepped down from the Berkshire Hathaway board. So one aspect, you're in the presence of greatness, obviously. But the other cool thing or interesting thing is I remember Charlie Munger saying something that he saw opportunity in China, but then he quickly uh, caught himself and said, well, you guys can't invest in China like we can. And then that was a news headline. So a cool thing about uh, Hmm. that is sometimes you're literally witnessing the headlines just before they come out if you're if they say something relatively profound or i i know this time dennis who sent me an article where uh, warren catches some heat but even not at the meetings catches heater gains praise so that that was another pretty cool thing is like i just remember like reading a, a headline of that that statement i was like hey i watched that i watched that live
1: well, and, and these guys, I mean, they they've been around so long. So what? Uh, Warren Buffett, he's now eighty nine, and Charlie Munger is really? ninety six. Yeah, they're they're aged. Aged in. This is a good good way to put it. And I know Charlie Munger wasn't even he wasn't even on the broadcast this year because they just of health concerns, just in case. Wow.
0: Is that, and on the topic of their age, that was another really cool thing. I mean, three years ago, so Warren was 86, and Charlie was early 90s, and they sat up there all day and answered questions. It's Drinking cherry Coke and... Cherry Coke and eating, like, play or whatever. Yeah. Whatever Warren owns.
1: Chobani, I don't know who he owns. I don't know. But the, the other cool thing at that point when we were there, it was a hot topic, was the Succession of Berkshire and how you thought it was going to happen like within the mm-hmm. next couple of years. Well, here we are, three years down the road, and yeah. we're still talking about it, and probably we will talk about it for another three years, you know. Yeah, but that's I've... and yeah, that was.
0: And it's impressive too, going on the fact that they can sit up there for that amount of time, but they're still sharp, sharp as attack. I mean, obviously, they're running a huge conglomerate, but uh. Yeah, we're still impressive.
1: Very impressive. impressive. And you know, if you don't have anything else to share about the meeting, meeting itself where they're kind of just chatting. Um mm-hmm. the so so then the the third the third part of the meeting is when where they have all the vendors or all the not vendors they're Companies that are pretty much on display for like latest products and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like they have they have a big Coca Cola booth, they have a big Brooks running shoe booth. They've got um, um, it was that maybe what you were thinking of was when they had like those Philadelphia cheesecake like packet things. Ah, that's that what that? I was
0: saying about. Yeah, because like
1: Warren, like because they were they were good. You bought some, I remember. I think you gave me one. I think we got some for free they were handing out free free samples for sure. Okay. And maybe I yeah, I tried to snake it snake a few a few extra <laughs> ones, but I
0: don't know. They were good though. <laughs> I remember that. They were they were very good. But yeah, you could walk around. I know Dennis got some nice Brooks running shoes, but that was yeah, that was cool. A lot of free stuff, a lot of, you know, interactive things. Obviously like stores so you could buy memorabilia or I know Dennis's shoes were like limited edition ones with Warren's head on them. Yeah, yeah. which was cool.
1: So, yeah, but those are like the. I mean, if, unless you have anything else to add, Nick. I mean, those are those are like the main highlights of the meeting. And I know we, you know, we kind of fit everything into fifteen minutes, but more so, it's the it's the topics that are covered. It when Charlie and Warren speak for. Six yeah. to eight hours during the one day, and exactly uh, this this past year, I don't know if you've if you watched a ton of it. I did not watch any of it. Um, so it's really interesting. The slides. I would not tell anybody that's making uh, presentations or is trying to find how how to make <laughs> a good presentation to go and replicate warren buffett's slides because they're literally white page with maybe five words on each slide but he
0: probably made them himself
1: but they've got they i mean the power you know there's power in those slides because it's just it's very very simple and mm-hmm. black and white you know it's very black and white which is not a bad thing
0: is there anything from this uh meeting that stuck out that you can talk about you know, maybe something Warren said. I know you sent me an article on. I, I know air, airlines has been a hot topic for Warren. He dumped all his airlines, but I, was there anything maybe, maybe not necessarily investing related or even investing related that you found? Well, them? I think
1: I think kind of continuing on with the theme that we've been kind of talking about the past couple of podcasts is uncertainty. Okay. And I think it speaks volumes when. We had a 35 to 40% drawdown in the market, and we didn't see one of the greatest investors of all time deploy any bit of capital whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He didn't buy anything. So, I mean, that's not, there's a lot to be kind of determined in there, but at the same time, what I had kind of deciphered out of everybody else doing their deciphering was just that you know it was the fastest that this has ever happened and it's kind of almost the quickest we've ever seen something come back like this too yeah not to say that it can't go back down
0: but sure it's a i mean i guess it's a testament of having your wits about you right and as we discussed on the last one about howard marks it's like sure is it a time to buy yes is it the time to buy maybe not right and i'm sure warren Obviously, and you know, everyone who works with him, you know, was just still didn't see, you know, might not have been the right opportunity. We got to keep in mind that these these are the big dogs; they're not just buying little ETFs, you know, hundred dollars of an ETF here and there. Like, not to say that's wrong, but yeah, like, well, and that's maybe, that maybe not the of... right opportunity, right? Or maybe not the right time horizon. You can translate that into your own personal like decision making.
1: Well, and obviously that. You know, Berkshire's had a lot of success doing what they've done the past—I don't know—70 years they've yeah. been in business or something like that. And when things don't, you know, you got to stick to what works for you. Yep. And obviously, it didn't work for them this time, which is okay. You know, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean they have to be right all the time. Mm-hmm. It helps them to right a little bit of the time, but <laughs> yeah. You know, so I because I think I think too many people are trying to figure out or decipher Warren's actions as yeah you know one way or the other where law right where you know I think I think going back to the major theme over the past you know two months is just uncertainty. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody knows if we're going to get the second wave. It very well could happen. Nobody knows if people are going to go back to work right away.
0: I I agree. And just to reiterate, it's about, you know, doing your due diligence and doing what's right for you or your company or and not just investing. You know, it's like not good to go out and purchase a brand-new car, you know, just because you see a good deal, you know. It's okay to take a less good deal and have a good – thought process or something and i can i can live with uh i deploy this a lot when i buy things online or anything you know it's like oh shoot i missed the bottom but hey you didn't know it was the bottom right like howard mark said in his other memo like we didn't know it was the bottom until it started going up right like <laughs> if you don't you don't know and as you just said dennis do it could go back down so you gotta find you know my comfortable paying 50 bucks for that t-shirt or you know do I think it's all of a sudden supply is going to go
1: out and I got to pay 60 like where are you comfortable yeah well and and the key word that you mentioned there was the process like what's your process for when you when you make purchases or make you know or just when you transact in general what's the process and for Berkshire obviously they have a process that they follow and if the if if the process doesn't get completed by the time you know things get turned around then that's just the way it goes you know it's not a it's not an emotional thing it's a very much does it fit in the box and if it fits in the box then we'll we'll go from there but if it doesn't fit in the box and the time we have it's on to the next one
0: yeah and a good to revert back to our experience i remember warren saying and a big controversy of people that have with him is that he was really against technology companies there for a while. And now he's kind of gone against that, but he openly admitted, I think what missing out on Apple early on and Google, Amazon, I think is maybe Amazon.
1: Too. So yeah. Cause he took he, a lot of heat for Amazon. I think when we were there, and
0: yes. Cause Amazon was like 600 bucks a share or something. Yeah. Maybe it was a thousand, now it's I don't even know two thousand or something, but
1: yeah, it's there's there's one other piece I was gonna fit in there. Oh, but the one other thing that that Warren made sure to mention quite a bit this mass meeting was the resiliency of the U.S. just U.S. people oh, yeah. in general, yep. and
0: mm-hmm. I think
1: people take that for granted way too often. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that we everybody has to remember that. We've come out of this far too often or similar situations mm-hmm. and it's, it's just, it's just something you got to have faith in. And sometimes that's, that's what it takes.
0: Yep. And if it's not, I mean,
1: I don't know. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> right. Well, I, go, I, I, so I sent you that tweet. Um, So, Peter Malouk, he's a big um, investment advisor um, in the country, highly touted in the industry. Um, So, he tweeted, uh, Can we get through this? Of course, we can. Imagine being born in 1900. Age 18, World War I starts, lasts four years, 22 million die. Still 18, Spanish flu epidemic kills 50 million over two years, 29. Great Depression, economic collapse over four years. Thirty-nine World War II starts last six years, seventy-five million die. Yeah, and then it keeps going. There's then there's Korea, Vietnam, Cuban Missile Crisis. So you got to think. I mean, if you were that's that's a lot of crisis. Those are big yes. number, big numbers of deaths there.
0: Yes, that's that's a lot of crisis and. Obviously, not to overlook the fact that there's a lot of people that didn't make it through, but um, the U.S. economy at least did, and the vast majority of people did. So, uh, it's important to, yeah, put it in perspective. So, well, cool. I would, uh, I don't know. We got any more on the Berkshire Hathaway? Do you want to talk about anything else?
1: I think that. I'd like to go back and see it again sometime. if it's yeah, going to happen again.
0: I know. You know, so weird. It's like such a weird thought. Like I would love to go back again, but I'm not sure if I'll be able to. In Warren's
1: life, I mean, because he's so old. That's just it. But I you can't He's gonna if he's gonna live to Charlie's age, he's still got seven more years. Yep.
0: Yeah. I mean, hopefully he does. I mean, like I said, he was sharp. He's still sharp. Uh, so it's a great, it's a great thing to see. It's really cool. Um, I know his house is where he lives is in there, and we didn't get the chance to drive by it. But I've, you know, heard it's neat to see his not very big house. Same house <laughs> for, he grew up in, yeah. Yeah, for that tens of hundreds of billions of dollars, he's. Uh, accumulated so it's cool well should we end it there I think that's it that's Short, a wrap sweet. all right uh, for the record as well I've said that six times but uh, to fully complete the Berkshire a joke it is at two hundred and sixty one thousand six hundred and one dollars per share so if you find yourself a lucky shareholder or a smart investor, kudos to you. Uh, but I, for one, don't have that capital. Um, and it was at seventy one hundred dollars in nineteen ninety. So even in nineteen, if it was nineteen ninety dollars, I don't think I
1: could buy it right
0: now. So, uh. <laughs> a
1: lot of eggs in one basket.
0: Yes. <laughs> so just uh, for for the for the joke and. Uh, to confirm that it's a joke, it's 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 expensive. It's a, it's the most expensive right uh, share on the on the U.S. exchange at least, right?
1: I believe so. Yeah,
0: I think uh, maybe overall. Okay, well that's where we'll end it. Slightly short of thirty minutes, but no need to belabor it more than I'm doing right now. Um, any last words,
1: Dennis? It's fun. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Catch you next time.
0: Yeah. You can follow Dennis on Instagram at Dennis Crow, CPFA. I'm at Nick Fortney. Also self promo per usual. I am selling prints on my website now at uh, www.nickfortneyphotography.com forward slash prints. Check them out. Yeah. Um, couple people got theirs today so i'm excited to have my art up on some people's walls. so um, without further ado thank you dennis and we'll talk to everyone in the next one see ya